0: You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. Pumped to see you guys. It's been a wild last week. Last Wednesday, I caught a bug from the kids. And it was terrible, absolutely terrible. I was in bed for days. And we actually, um, we just finished a few days in Nashville, flew out there. Uh, We just planned, spent two days planning uh, the next quarter. And then also yesterday, if you can't tell, I'm a little bit burnt. Yesterday, we uh, hit the boat. And that was amazing. Took some of our team members out on the lake, did the jet ski stuff. Living the good life. Oh, look who it is!
1: You know what I've done today. It a is a little bit a of summer, a little bit of everything. Miracle. Are you? Uh, are you? Do you have anything planned to talk about today, or are we just goofing off?
0: Well, I always love to goof off, but no, I thought we could talk about some of the stuff that we went through with our Q three planning. It was, I'd say, it was the best trip that I've had to Nashville. There is. You want to tell? You want to why? In the city of country music. And it's not the country music.
1: Sure. It's what's happening right there. It's the right there in that country, spot. It's the country man. It's not the country music. It's the country man. No, and, dude. Here's the thing. It's
0: crazy. I walk in. Well, I came on Sunday, but I walk in on Monday, yeah. and just like my mind is blown, dude. Like I'm I'm here on, on Lonely Island the Queen City, right? We've got a few team members here. But I walk in on Monday and just the buzz of activity, you know, all of our salespeople are relocating to Nashville. They're, I mean, just to see them on the phones, helping people literally around the world, um, our operations team, just making it happen. Obviously, the planning stuff that we were doing with marketing was just unbelievable, dude. And and we were talking about this, just what we've come from, right? We started Traffic and Funnels Just a little bit over three years ago, and even just looking at the last year and the progress that we've made is just mind boggling. And I I, I really think that it's, you know, it's gone beyond me. It's gone beyond you. Our, Our clients are like starting to capture this unique DNA that is traffic and funnels. Our team members are starting to capture this unique DNA that is traffic and funnels. And they're taking this thing and it's spreading. And I really feel like it's becoming like a movement. That I can't control it. Dude. You can't control it. It's like a beast of its own. So I'm pretty excited. I haven't
1: seen you. I haven't seen you this fired up in a while. And uh, it's encouraging, man.
0: Dude, you get me on a private plane and you get me on the lake. And that is a recipe for Chris getting fired
1: up. Dude, I agree. I agree yeah, with that. What do you want to talk about? The story about? of the jet. Uh, so I texted Chris about was about a month and a half ago i was on a staycation many of you know i just had a baby girl and uh we decided to take a few days to go downtown and stay in nashville and i said dude i think you need to come to nashville for a quarterly planning event and he was like why don't you come to charlotte i was like yeah okay i'll just pack up 20 staff people and we'll fly to charlotte because all of them are in nashville and he was like whatever. And I was like, if you fly, pri- if I get you a private plane, will you come to Nashville? And he didn't even think about it. He just said, yes, absolutely. It was like a 10 second text response. So I booked him a private plane and he had to come. And uh, it was one of the best experiences of his life. And you have decided that you're never flying commercially again. So by the way, I'm So we have you, to make uh, this quotes. whole thing
0: work. dude. you like, we don't have an option.
1: <laughs> I'm getting you quotes for July and uh, we're doing it. I've had a spreadsheet on my computer for about two and a half years of the amount of revenue that the company needs to generate to where it makes economic sense to charter a plane. I've had this on my, on my every, every couple months or so, I'll look it up and, uh, and we finally got there. And so it's awesome. It's an amazing feeling. We have really good goals for Q3. And I think this is one of the biggest lessons that we've learned is learning how to manage us. Uh, If you're an entrepreneur, you want to do everything. You have all these ideas. You probably wake up at 2 in the morning with ideas. You're like, I can do this. I can do that. I can do all of the things, right? But when it comes to bandwidth, being able to throttle yourself and focus on just a handful of things. So we have six projects for Q3. We have a limited amount of things we're going to focus on. And to be honest, when we were sitting in the studio and putting these things on the board... I don't know if you felt this way, but a couple of times I was like, we could probably do more than this, mm-hmm. which is exactly when you get to a place where you're like, actually, you've got a team and everything. We've learned how to set far out goals while at the same time making sure that they're not so far out that we completely burn ourselves to the ground and get overwhelmed and all of those things. So we're looking at actually getting close to $2 million a month in revenue by the time we head into Q4, which is exceptional. I'm The reason I was late to this podcast is because I'm – Negotiating lender offers on $822,000 in real estate for this month. And we're just going. Nobody's slowing us down. It's time to go. You know, I was thinking
0: about this morning. I was at the gym, finally back in my routine. I got sick Wednesday last week and I was just out, and it was terrible. So it felt amazing to be back in my routine. And I was just thinking, man, I was like, just processing taking a jet from Charlotte to Nashville. Uh, just the the experience. I mean, we've been on a, a private plane before, but not through traffic and funnels. And I was just thinking about the experience. Uh, I took some team members that live here in Charlotte with me on the plane. The experience for them, dude. Just thinking about growing up and my background, your background. What makes us different, dude? Like just thinking about Nashville. What's happening at the office? The ability that we can even, like, bro, pulling up to the executive center. There was no security. There was like a total of three people in the lobby. Most of us talk about mostly this. Pilots. We're gonna talk about this all day, <laughs> dude. Yes. So, and the pilot comes in. He's like, "All right, I'm just gonna I'm gonna check the weather here, make sure we're good to go, and uh, then we'll we'll get going." So, a nice old man came and got our bags, took them to the plane. Uh, we walked 40 feet out to the plane, and just thinking about this whole thing. And this kid who grew up as you know, someone. My my dad was in the military, and and really my whole life growing up, we we struggled financially. I'm thinking from where I came from, being a broke-ass missionary, wanting to make a massive impact around the world, literally not knowing if I was going to make it to the next day financially, to now flying private, the impact that we have, the offices that we have, the team members that we have. What makes us different, dude? What makes you different, me different, our clients who are experiencing success different from everybody else? Everyone who's listening to this podcast, who's on this live stream, what makes us different? right? I mean, we are very handsome, but it's not that, right? We've got some great hair, but it's not that. What is it? What makes Taylor Wells different? Chris Evans different, right? Because I believe that if people do the right things, they can have amazing things like their dreams can come true. Whether it's flying private, going to Turks and Caicos, buying your wife, the dream house, whatever it is. So that's the question. What, What makes us different?
1: It's a lot of different things. Like we could go into a lot of different things, but I think one of the things is we keep moving the targets. That's probably one of the most significant things. If you get past all the fundamentals, yeah, you know, we invest into the right people. We we invest over a couple of six figures a year into the right people. We focus, we ignore the shiny objects and we do the things that we know are proven to work. But we talked about this yesterday for about an hour and a half on resetting the targets and normalizing and actually creating normalcy in doing big numbers. I do think that this is one of the most significant obstacles that stands in people's way. If you think that your level of income that you're shooting for is a big deal, it's likely that you're never going to achieve it. You have to get around people who can make that normal, who can actually bring that quote big, big goal down to a place of normal goal. And we keep resetting the targets. Every time we hit a new target, we'll reset the benchmark and we do it in a healthy way. But our clients report on the same thing. I just sat down with Samim last week. He was in the office. And he's like, it's crazy to think like I'm doing $80,000, $85,000 a month by myself. And it's not really a big deal. And I'm kind of bored, actually. It's like, what? Like, you actually have this guy who's doing a million-dollar take-home a year by himself, a little bit bored with it. It's because he's gotten around these people. and He's, he's put in the work. We didn't do that for him. He earned that for himself. Yep. but he's made it so normal that he's like well what's next there's there's more to do there's more to achieve and most people are like man if i could just make 10 grand a month i would be set and it's like well you're not going to do that because because it, it's obvious that it's such a big deal to you and it's so far out to you that your your central nervous system won't know how to process that so you're yep. going to get a classic car that's what we decided yesterday after you layout, that's,
0: that's been written in the stars for a long time Yes, it is. Dude, I think it comes down really like the source of it is it comes down to how you think. I mean, you're saying that, but it really, it comes down to how you think. And a lot of it is how you think about yourself. And this is something that I think you're really good at controlling because you understand the power of this. This is something that we've been able to transfer again, like the DNA to our clients and even to our team members. It all comes down to how you think. That's it. And how you think is going to determine how you feel, right? How you feel is going to determine your actions and actions are results, right? That's, that's basically the equation. So a lot of you, your brains, they're just not healthy. How you think about yourself, how you think about your business, it's not healthy. How you think about goals, it's not healthy. It's not right. So if you align that, if you tweak that, then you will be well on your way to taking the right actions to getting
1: what you want. Agree or disagree? hundred percent. People say, Oh, that's too simple. Uh, Chris, that is, if it's, if it's that easy, then everyone would be doing it. But the truth is it's not very easy. It's actually extremely difficult and you have to practice it every single day. Every single freaking day. Every day. What else you got, bro? Lead us to the promised land. Good sir. This well,
0: is the well, promised land, my friend, flowing with milk and honey.
1: I love that. This is it, dude. This you gonna get, get that key. lake? You gonna get that lake house or not?
0: Going to look at it
1: on Friday. Oh, biddy! Are you gonna be a little bitty? No, not at all. You gonna do it or no? Everyone hold him accountable. Wrong. Everyone hold him accountable right now because what he's gonna do is he'll be like, I don't is, have enough money. That is the
0: most ridiculous like, thing I've ever heard come out of your gums.
1: If he's gonna do is gonna dig a hole in his backyard, and he's gonna be like, "I just decided to put the the investment into the hole in the backyard." Because Dave Ramsey said, "If you still want it after 17 years, bro, Dave, Dave Ramsey has more
0: it. money than you do." So I'm making fun of him. He does
1: because he's 800 years old. He is like Methuselah. Well, Methuselah he wears Scott. it very nicely. He does. He literally does. Hey, let me just ask what you a says, question. "I am a champion." I agree with that. You are a champion, a Joshua.
0: So if thinking is Yo. so important, how do you get on the right path to think correctly to really start this domino effect?
1: I feel like you're setting me up and I don't know the right answer. I'm mean, it's not a setup, dude. I promise. Okay. Because you set me up with the other one. Whatever. Come on, just roll with it, dude. It?
0: Hey, please I repeat just, the question. Listen, I just need you to keep up with me right now.
1: Can you repeat the question? I'm sorry, I didn't understand. Say it again.
0: If if thinking is the right way to start, you know, to get on the, on the right path, how do you hack that?
1: Is that, oh, that's the secret right there. I have a few thoughts. Thinking, uh, dude, it all started for me. You wanna know where it started for me? Yes, when it you all were eight started years for old. I, no, it started for me when I was actually about 22 years old, and I, my very first, I can equate where we are now to like the very first thought I had, the, the very first thought I had about my thinking. Step one is, dude, people do not think about their thinking. This is called metacognition. If you study psychology and the process of neuroplasticity, metacognition is when you actually think about how you're thinking. I'm mm-hmm. sorry if I just lost all of you, but thinking about how you think. And uh, I remember I was at Starbucks in Cordova, Tennessee. And for the first time, I was reading a book called The Happiness Advantage. And I was working at a church. And it was the first time I can remember thinking about how I was thinking, thinking about is, what I, is how I'm processing life the right way because i i was looking around at where i was and i didn't like it i didn't like the money that i had and i didn't like the impact that i had and uh dude 100% like you have to actually start thinking about the way you're thinking if you never do that you're going to comp- you're going to live programs by the world and yeah. there's all this programming and there's all this you know mental circuitry that is written in us from a very early age and we have to take that on ourselves to actually fix it and then you know, a a hack, if there were a cheat code for that, it really is your environment, man. Like this, that's the cheat code. If you want to be able to to speed things up, it is, it is environment because when we got into an environment of people who knew how to think and they, they thought about how they thought and they had experimented with the way that they thought and, and they were talking about it. And they all had the lives that we wanted. And it's like, dude, there's something that just whisks you up to a new level. And you don't, you can either push the boulder up the hill by yourself or, you know, you can hop on some sort of mechanism, be it a train, a helicopter, whatever it is, and your environment is truly the mechanism that is going to help get you out of the grunt work. I don't know if that's the right answer, but that's so how exactly do you do what that? came to mind.
0: Like, how do you do that personally?
1: Uh, I mean,
0: in regards, foremost, to your, people, in regards to your environment, because there's a lot of ways this, that you can really mold your environment
1: to, to help propel you. Two things like people and things, people and things, people and things, because most, most of the chronic baggage in in people's life is other people. It's a family that doesn't believe in you. It's friends that don't believe in you. It's when, you know, you're like, I'm going to change the world, but nobody that you're connected to is changing the world. Mm. That's a big problem. You need to acknowledge that and start thinking about that. And it's when, you know, your mama didn't have any money, your grandma didn't have any money, your great grandma, bless her soul, didn't have any money, your great great grandmother, she you know, you have this lineage and you're like, you know, all of a sudden like I can't trust the opinions of my family not because they don't care about me, but because they don't they don't know. That's a difficult thing especially depending on culture. Step 1, you just have to pull out the weeds of the people that are holding you back. Step number 2, you got things. We teach our team to normalize with people and to normalize with things. It's very difficult to truly make it if both of those things are locked in. Let me give you an example. Maybe everybody in your life, Chris, agrees with you. But every time you get out of the office planning a a $13 million quarter, you get into a 1977 minivan that the engine's broken down. You're screwed. Like The things in your life don't support the image that you have of yourself. Now I'm not saying you have to you know, buy the Rolex and you you don't have to flaunt and do all those things. But there's something to be said for making sure that the image you have of yourself and the projection you have of yourself is not being completely destroyed by the environment, tangible environment that you operate and live in on a daily basis.
0: Yeah. Dude, what you said about the agreement thing, that is massively powerful. It's like, what are you subconsciously agreeing with? And right you are subconsciously agreeing with, with basically how I see it, the people who you surround yourself with, like their lifestyle, their beliefs, their values, their motives, whether it's physically, whether it's people on Facebook, whether it's the things that you're consuming through TV, like you are agreeing with that to some extent. And what you might not realize is the power of that consumption, right? Because your brain is is. Runs on programs. Yep. So, how, how you grew up, the things that you're doing now, right, that you are constructing the program inside you. And that's going to translate into how you feel and then the actions and the stuff that we were talking about before. So, right now, you have to identify like, what are you agreeing with? What are you saying? Okay, this is acceptable in my life. Is it driving that 1997 minivan that leaks exhaust inside, right? Like, what is it? What are you okay with? Like, you have to identify that. And I think the big issue, dude, is people don't, they don't know what they want. Right? You yep. asked, I bet the majority of the people listening to this, watching this, we said, hey, what do you want? What are they going to say? Well, I don't want a 1997. Yeah.
1: yeah, they're going to talk about what they don't want, or they're going to give you vague, lack, lacking specificity. I want, I want plenty of money. Well, you know, compare yourself to people who are less fortunate to you on the other side of the world. You do have plenty of money and Mm -hmm. the world will organize itself in proportion to your specificity about what you want, not necessarily to whether you think you deserve it or not. There are plenty of really smart people who really, they deserve to have it all, but they are so vague and untethered and constantly to and fro there's no specificity. There's no focus. There's no clarity. Ding, ding, ding. People like clarity. And therefore, they don't know how to put the, their hand to the grindstone and actually push. They don't know what they're pushing for.
0: Yeah. And I, I think, honestly, dude, a reason why people, they don't know what they want is because of their belief system. They don't believe that, oh, man, if I dream big, big, and you know, I'll just say uh, 50 grand a month in revenue in uh, a lake house, or whatever it might be like they have no belief system for that and so they can't get yeah. clarity dude
1: dude or 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 they uh-oh, feel like they don't uh-oh. deserve it they they feel like they feel like it's selfish to want those things and that's that's where you know that somebody's programming is really wrong like if you put a if you download a virus onto a computer even yeah uh, even today even with all of the you know antivirus software we have if you put a strong enough virus on a computer it it will not function optimally and this whole thing of like well money is not money money is for selfish people who are either illegal or they operate you know that's that's one of the most devastating viruses that people grow up with and it's because in america we are culturally optimized to produce employees who we can pay the least amount of money and get the most amount of work from rather than culturally optimizing to produce leaders yeah and so you know that's a, that's a really dangerous thing when you're like well you know, what, what would I do with a million dollars a year? I would just give it all to the poor. No, you wouldn't. There's nothing in that for you. And this is from somebody who is very involved in humanitarian and nonprofit, my church. And dude, I mean, I'm telling you last, last year we gave more money to our church than I've ever given in my entire life. Mm -hmm. But if there's nothing in it, that is self incentivization. We have clients self-destruct all the time because every, every bit of their vision is all about somebody else. And when it comes down to it, they don't feel like they're moving forward and so they just end up giving, giving up. Yeah. You have to fix that programming that tells you that anything that you want to achieve for you is selfish. No, it's not. It's actually one of the, probably the more enlightened things that you can do because out of health comes help for other people. And if you're just struggling, 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 and you're not benefiting from that or growing from that, you're going to, you're unhealthy. You're not, you're going to burn out eventually. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, you know, one thing I want to say is this is not just about money, but this is just about thinking bigger and actually achieving amazing things. So whether that means flying private, like if that's something that you would love to do, why not? If that means feeding a million kids in Africa or America, right? Why not? I think people need to freaking wake up, dude, and realize the potential and the opportunity that is right in front of them. And the only thing that's keeping them from actually reaching that potential
1: and that opportunity is right here, man. Like, it's all out there. Well, it's not all about the money, but in some senses, it is because people think that having big goals for themselves mean it's robbing other people of them being able to give to other people. But we understand that money is in no short supply. And money's not going anywhere. We're not running out of money. Our parent, what do our parents say? Money doesn't grow on trees. Yep. It actually kind of does. It actually grows in printing presses, and there's so much of it. And, you know, you can have everything that you want and provide everything for people who are in need at the same time. Yep. Just the thought, man. Just trying to go on that dangerous territory. Anything else? Bro, what do you think? You tell me. You're the one on fire today.
0: Dude, I think people just need to freaking realize what they want. <laughs> Realize what they want. Realize that it's possible. Realize that it's okay. Yeah. Right. And freaking go yep. after it. Stop agreeing with all the BS that you've been taught and you've been programmed into for however long, like now, you know, and you can't have that excuse anymore. If you have a decent brain, right? And you've got some limbs and you can do some stuff, then you have no excuse. <laughs> Literally, you have no excuse. Freaking wake up, get your brain right, get your mind right. Realize that what you want is right in front of you. You have to freaking get it. Nobody else is going to bring
1: it to you and go freaking get it. Truer words have never been spoken here.
0: Hey, all right. So go to TravelingFunnels.com slash Insiders Access. If you guys want a look on the inside of our business, Traffic and Funnels, and all the other businesses that we're pushing out or starting, getting momentum on, travelingfunnels.com slash access. It's our monthly print newsletter. We send it in the mail and we also send it and we deliver it digitally. It's crazy, but we do it because we love you guys. And Very it's a ridiculous value.
1: So start. No one listen, will ever listen. know the sacrifices we make for you to do listen. print and digital.
0: If you guys, okay. if, if your belief system is struggling, start small. Like if you can't see yourself investing thousands of dollars or whatever, start small, get on Insider's Access Monthly, and uh, just start changing your environment and your agreements. So good, man. All right. Adios, everyone. Bye.